You're listening to Spark My Muse. This is your host, Lisa DeLay. This is Soul School, Lesson 116, Glory Coming Home. If you're listening to this as soon as it comes out, it will be the final episode of 2018. And I suspect that some of you will listen to it in later times. And I hope that it is an evergreen type of episode that will apply to you and help you in your interior world, no matter what time you listen to it or if you re-listen to it. On Sunday at church, Jeff Byerly, our lead pastor, gave a sermon about a tabernacling God. Tabernacling being an English word, a noun changed into a verb, because there isn't a good word for this word in the Bible of what Yahweh did with his people, Israel. I'm going to get into this a little bit as we talk about a season of longing and the season we celebrate in the winter months in the Northern Hemisphere, mirror our interior world. Sometimes these, the landscape of our interior world at different times of the year will mirror this time of the Christmas season. And it's not always the happiest time of the year, as the songs say on the radio. Sometimes it's a season of longing or of obscurity and darkness, a time of hope and waiting, and sometimes a time of anxiety or disappointment and ruined expectations, or a time of anxiety about what might come in the new year. And for me, it carries many different mixed emotions. One of the most beautiful concepts about Christmas and the celebration of Christmas is the idea that God, or the divine, can be enfleshed. This idea about a God that tabernacles with humans, or the divine can tabernacle right alongside humankind, is a very bold and life-changing concept that, if taken seriously, can change your life and can change the lives of everyone in your circle and can actually change the world. The word incarnation, Jesus is said to be the incarnation of God. And incarnation, if we break it apart, is incarnate. And if you know any Spanish, which is similar to the Latin of this word, like queso con carne. Queso is cheese. Con carne is with meat. Con means with and carne means meat. Incarnate is in the meat or in the flesh. And tabernacling would be something that happened in the Old Testament as the people of Israel were nomadic and they would pack up their tabernacle where God was, where God was living among them, not in a far off temple where they would have to travel and go and make sacrifices, but God was the center of their world and their nation. And they would come to the middle of the camp where a tabernacle was set up only about three and a half car lengths long, not some incredible palace or temple and this auspicious place, kind of an almost ordinary or humble place where this creator of the universe would decide to tabernacle with his people. And the tabernacle was made of skins, animal skins. And God was in a place deciding to be with his people within the skins, within the flesh, in the tents along with them, reside with them. And then in the form of Jesus as a human, God was coming into human form within the man Jesus, and also showing us that, that the divine can be enfleshed. 
Jesus says to his disciples that he must leave so that the Holy Spirit, the divine Holy Spirit, can be within us, can be a counselor for us and guide us, a teacher for us. And this is exactly what happens to the disciples at Pentecost, 50 days after Passover, also called the Feast of the First Fruits. For the Jewish people, this would be the Feast of the First Fruits. And the first fruits would be this first fruit of his sacrifice and resurrection. And then the first fruits of this would be the indwelling of the Spirit of God, the very Spirit of God, the Creator, indwelling his disciples. And this came about during Pentecost. And I think sometimes we might overlook those things because we've heard these stories perhaps many, many times. And we think, yeah, well, sure, of course that happened in the flames fire, the tongues of fire on the apostles, and then they spoke in different languages. And yeah, it was pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. It's the beginning of the church, the birth of the church. But maybe not even realizing that the indwelling of God into humans is really the most astonishing concept, if taken seriously, that you could ever have. Because saying that humans, though frail and mortal and weak and full of sin and darkness, though forgiven, can have the Spirit of God enfleshed inside. I think a lot of times we treat God a lot more like Zeus. We'll pray to God way over there, come and help me way over here. And we don't think, oh, actually, the Spirit of God indwells me. Love and light indwells me. Emmanuel which is how Isaiah speaks of God in the Old Testament. Emmanuel is God with us. Jesus is called Emmanuel, God with us. And as the Spirit of God resides in us, that is Emmanuel. God is with us. Emmanuel has come. Glory has come home. God has come to dwell among us and within us. And Jesus speaks to this idea of God being among us when he says, the kingdom of God is among you, you could say the kingdom of God is within you. And Jesus also says to his disciples, where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst. It's this look at community, even Trinity, in a different sort of way. How is the divine found? It's found within, yes, but it's also sensed in a very real way within community, within two or three that are gathered in Jesus's name. In the name of the divine, you will sense this community. You will sense Emmanuel. I've noticed this myself in such potent and powerful ways, this sacred spot, this kind of holy moment where I'm with people who I sense this divinity with. It doesn't mean that everything's perfect or everything's happy or something like that, but you can sense that the Spirit of God is among us in this time, especially when we're trying to be on the same page and we're intentionally thinking about the Spirit of God being among us. So by way of encouragement, as a blessing for your new year, I hope you can dwell on the fact that you are indwelled of the Spirit, that love and light live. They reside within you. Love and light are not found elsewhere, somewhere else. You don't have to ask God up in heaven or somewhere else for peace. 
we open up to that light and love and peace of God's Spirit within, just as Jesus says, just as Jesus promised, just as was fulfilled at the birth of the church, the Bride of Christ, on Pentecost Day. And while sometimes I think about all those stories in the Bible, and I think, how can that be true? How can all that be true? And I will struggle with the mystery of it, and I will struggle with doubts about it, and I will think, could this possibly be true? And then when I settle my heart down, and when I look within, and I ask God to be with me in God's presence, in God's holiness, and I get myself quiet and a bit out of the way, a bit out of the way with my anxious thoughts, a bit out of the way with my own concerns and my own foibles. I sense that God says, welcome home. Glory has come home and glory is here waiting for you to step in, slide on in like a warm bath and relax in the love of God. Relax that your creator loves you and made you and wants to be in relationship deeply with the being of you as a human being. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you've been through, and no matter what's going to happen, this doesn't take away the circumstances that you're in, but it tethers you to a bedrock of joy that can withstand the struggles and circumstances of life with more courage and bravery than you would have without knowing this without having this presence of God, or at least this understanding of where God resides. And so in the coming year, I wish you great blessing. I wish you great sense of indwelling of God within. And even that in the silence of God, if you sense the silence of God, that you won't sense it as emptiness, that you won't sense it as absence of God, but that you will sense a still silence of God as embrace. And I pray that no matter what circumstances befall you, whether good ones and windfalls or things happen that you wish wouldn't happen, that you will know that the source of light and love resides in you. God tabernacles with you. God is incarnate. He is within the flesh of you. I thank you so much for journeying with me in 2018. And I promise you that even though it sometimes is very hard to put out episode after episode, week after week, sometimes I get discouraged and sometimes I get down and I wonder, why am I doing this? Should I keep doing this? I go back to what God is doing within me. I go back to the still presence of God and I think, what is God trying to work in my heart? What might God be trying to work in the listeners of this program? Maybe it's just my job to remind you who you belong to. And if that's all it is, then that's enough. So be well, be at peace, come back to wholeness in the center of who you are, where God resides. And thank you so much for listening, and I'll be speaking with you next year. 